This podcast may contain coarse language. Listener's discretion is advised. Also, this podcast will obviously contain spoilers for Demon Slayer. Please beware. Listen at your own risk. Welcome to an impromptu episode of the Demon Slayer podcast. I am your legendary host, Vlord GTZ, and with me today I have two of my old friends, Meowth Nine Hundred Allison and Laser Kid. How you guys doing? Not bad, not bad. Uh, like, not every day you get fun Demon Slayer news. Yeah, I mean, I usually we would kind of group these together into our new found news super episodes, but this piece of news is a bit too important to wait on. Why is it so important, Lord? Well, that's because it is the announcement of season two of Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba. <gasps> Ooh, exciting! Oh boy, yes. I can't wait to see how slow it's gonna be. I mean, we already know what it's adapting. They have confirmed that it's adapting the Entertainment District arc, also known as the Red Light District arc, or the Yoshiwara Red Light also District arc. Also known as Best Arc. Yeah, also known as Best Arc. It is definitively the Best Arc. It is really good. Um, and it is supposed to come out in 2021, this year. That's insane. That's way too soon. Way faster than I expected, that's for sure. We still need to get that movie over here. Yeah, that's, yeah. why the hell are they doing that when fucking virus is telling theaters to shut down so people can't see it and we can't even, like, not watch it, not legally, because they aren't on Blu-ray in Japan yet. Well, so we'll get into that in a sec, but first, since both Allison and Laser have not actually seen the trailer that came out um, at the Demon Slayer Anniversary Festival for this... I wanted to get their live reaction to it on the podcast. So I have, I like sent it to you guys in our chat. Um, so we'll do a quick little countdown here and start it once everyone's ready. I'm ready. Just tell me when to click and I will push the button. Allison, are you ready? As I'll ever be. Okay, I'll count down three, two, one, go. And okay. then we'll hit play. Three, two, one, go. That fun mix of uh, CGI and 2D animation that Demon Slayer is really good at. I like that. Indeed. Shiny. Ooh, I know what that is. I don't. Inosuke! Hell yeah, Inosuke! The best pillar right there. It's my boy Uzu. Hell it was yeah, also Daki right there too. Hanachan. Ooh, I like the little, uh, blue fade on the logo. That's neat. Yeah. The music's really good. Oh yeah, Demon Slayer music's always amazing, but I like they're keeping it amazing. 
Yeah, that's that's pretty hype. Um, I don't know if I'd be as hyped if I didn't know what you know happens, but still. Oh, that's it. Okay, that's a lot. Oh, down. No, there's a little bit more. Yeah, they're they're showing off that uh fabulous Uzui. Heck yeah, Uzui. Sexy hey, Uzui. Good times, and I will say I'm glad they're coming back to the show and not doing an endless amount of movies. As awesome as that Demon Slayer movie that we got a movie um that covers an arc. For how long yeah. it's taking to get out here, I'm happy we're going back to show. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I read the arc, but I still think it's personally a big pain in the ass for people who don't read manga, because not only are they fucked because they haven't, like, saw this movie, they're also fucked because they can't, like, even watch the movie unless they live in Japan or Australia. Yeah. Yeah, that that is the tough part. I think that's kind of the main thing I wanted to talk about here is like, how do we really feel about Demon Slayer coming back to a TV anime format after continuing the story initially with the film? Because it seems like for how they're promoting this, we're not going to just see the movie cut up and put into the TV anime. This is just going to directly continue off where from where the film left off with Mugen Train, and it's just going to assume people have watched it. I mean, if we can get that movie out before we get the show out, I got no problem with it, but... I mean, that's probably impossible, because not only are anime movies a pain in the ass to get to America in general anyways, they're even more of a pain in the ass because the virus told theaters to shut down. Yeah, but now theaters are starting to reopen in some areas, so I do wonder, like, if Aniplex is just gonna release the movie for the heck of it just to get it out there... Like, they have Netflix just right there. Just put it on Netflix. I mean, Allison, let, let's face it. We know that they aren't going to do that because... No, they don't have to do that. They won't do that. But it'd be nice if they do, like, hey, hey, buy it on, like, Vudu or something. Like, buy, buy a digital copy or something. That, that I think, would be... Well, reasonable. see, my, my concern there, I guess, is, like, what I think Anaplex thing is, like, oh, if we put it there, someone's just going to put it online or something. We have to lock it down to those Blu-rays. <laughs> I mean, if they want to put the Blu-ray out, I've got no problem with that either, but they, they gotta do it. Yeah, I mean, that's the big problem, too, is the Blu-ray is still not out in Japan. We don't even have a release date for it. For all we know, it could be July, it could be fall. And before that Blu-ray is out, they aren't going to touch digital at all for Mugen Train. It's either we get it from a theater or we don't get it at all. Yeah, so, like, the this show is, like, basically fucked for anyone outside of Japan because they need to see the movie to see this. It's kind of like what happened to Food Wars way back when they put a whole bunch of introduction arcs in like an OVA thingy. But even the OVA kind of came out with illegal subs before the show actually came out. Yeah, and I'm like, that that was kind of annoying, especially with Food Wars, because like, that's literally the setup for the arc of season three. But like, that's one episode, and I think people got past that. But with Demon Slayer, it's like, you really can't skip all of Mugen Train. No, you can't skip Demon Train. It's too important. Yeah. So, like, I I do think that Anaplex is going to find a way to release it in theaters one way or another before this uh, airs. Like, likely in the fall at this point, let's face it. This feels like a fall show. Yeah, but even even then, it's like, how many fucking people are going to go out and see this fucking movie anyways. Unless Anaplex decides to, like, give it the MHA movie treatment or, or the DBC movie treatment. I mean, they'll, I think they're at the bare minimum, they're gonna give it the MHA treatment, because it's gonna be through Funimation Films. 
Yeah, and that Metroid movie was out for quite a while. If they, if they get those in theaters, and I will say, my local theaters are open. I'm not daring to go myself, but they're open. Can you can you imagine how expensive movie tickets are now? Because even before, they were kind of a waste of money to begin with. But now, it's probably just gotten worse. Well, that's about the same. I don't think any theaters spiking prices. I don't think they can afford to spike those prices, because they gotta get who they're gonna get. Yeah, exactly. But, like, I'm thinking, like, Worst case scenario, we are either going to see the movie come out over here, uh, late spring, maybe midsummer. Um, yeah, I think it's really kind of just like Anapux is looking at, like, okay, when is probably the best time to release this? I still think it's a shitty idea. Oh, it, it 100% is. You're not wrong. You're, you're not wrong. Like, the, the smart idea would be get that blue, just get that Blu-ray out. This show is just going to be fucked for international audiences now because of this. Yeah, you know, the other thing they could do, because Toonami's the big, you know, place where people saw Demon Slayer, if they're, they could try and get that on Toonami, the movie. They probably won't. It's too expensive. They probably won't. But that would be a good trick. Honestly, I have no doubt that Tommy's going to get season two, but I would find it funny if they just skipped the movie. I mean, uh, I mean, honestly, they, they probably will. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of people that are uh, upset, but uh, I mean, I, I won't ha- have much of a problem either way. Cause... The, oh, yeah, I know. We've all we've all read the mug. And honestly, anyone that's, that's listening to this that hasn't seen the movie if you don't, honestly, I, I hate to, 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 to go here, but honestly, get yourself that Shonen Jump uh, $2 a month subscription for just one month. It's two bucks. It's not too bad. Read the Entertainment, or not the Entertainment, read the Demon Slayer, uh, Demon Slayer, Demon Train arc. I can't talk today. Um, but re- read that Demon Train arc just so you have it read. Because honestly, I've read it, and I've probably not seen the movie before season two either. Yeah, yeah. and also I haven't saw it, but like Demon Slayer just has that thing where it's like the music and the voices are good. Oh, so I oh you're not wrong. I, I, I've been very hyped to see that movie. I really want to see that movie, and I would have rather seen it before the show. I really like the song, too. Like, the song's out on, on Spotify, I think. The song's really good. Oh yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, the, 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 that honestly, watching that anime, we had a big thing about getting those Blu-rays the other day, and oh man, it's nice to have the show, and I can just watch it. It, I, I love reading the manga for Demon Slayer, but I do feel like the anime adds a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of padding, but the voices and music are good, and the animation. We can't forget that. Yeah. I just think this is a really shitty idea, and whoever thought of this idea doesn't really have much of an opinion on what the international audiences think. I mean, international audiences are going to be fucked if all the Japan animation things start deciding, oh, hey, let's make this canon arc into a movie, so that way only people in Japan can see it and nobody else can. Yeah, I mean, so one thing I think that's very obvious here is that this was likely greenlit before they even had the movie in theaters, most likely. So they they probably didn't even realize like how big Mugen Train was going to be. Because otherwise, it's hard to imagine why they'd go back to TV anime after... After the movie just blew up everything, yeah. Yeah, and honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if after the Entertainment District, if, like, say, Swordsmith Village or something gets an anime, that's just going to be a film, probably. <laughs> 
or multiple films. And then we won't be able to see it because Japan's still like, theaters are good, even though America mostly thinks streaming is good. Well, I mean, I'd say by then, I'd like to hope COVID's in a far better position where we can all safely go to theaters. Yeah, and, and up until COVID, I would honestly the American movie theater experience. I, I would go to several of those anime films, and they were always packed. So people were definitely going. Yeah, I go. I go to like all of them, and you can definitely tell when something is really huge. Well, it's like the only way to see them because they don't bother putting them up on Netflix until like three years later or four years later. Yeah, which sucks, and I really wish. Like Anaplex especially would change that because like mean, yeah, it would be nice if Anaplex would make stuff uh, more available. Because imagine how many more people could see movies if they didn't have to spend twenty dollars just to get a ticket to watch once. Yeah, and that, that's really unfortunate. And I think especially this year and last year, it's kind of been a huge thing because I think Mugen Train probably would have come out maybe like a month after it was released in Japan, if like theaters were in a good place where like oh yeah if, if not for if not for the pandemic we'd probably be be having that uh theater run a while ago i think theaters are already kind of fucked but covid just kind of like pushed it further to the point of being fucked yeah i mean theaters have always been in a shaky place oh yeah no there's not like they were just uh, you know the best off but they, i think they were better off than i think you that you implied whenever we talked about movie theaters but it, it it's definitely just expanded the the, the 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 time frame has shrunk. I mean, even Disney is like, well, theaters are dead. Let's just put our shit on our streaming service. I mean, they're still holding off on Black Widow, though. So who knows what Disney's thinking? Well, and I mean, Disney, yeah, because right now nobody's going to theaters, but they a lot of these companies are doing simultaneous releases with theaters. So it's like, okay, streaming and theater. So there's still a theater market. I really wish Anaplex would do something like that, but I know they won't because that's just not how they think. Is, is it because Japan tells them to do this? Because I feel like it's probably because Japan tells them to do this. Well, yeah, I mean, I think it, it's one of those things where, like, I think Anaplex definitely is very protective of how they distribute their films. And that's likely why we don't see a lot of their films streaming. Yeah, but even there was that one Anaplex guy that was just like, no, Fate made hella bank despite putting it in theaters during COVID times. Oh, yeah, Fate definitely made a lot of bank. Like, even at the screening I went to, it wasn't uh, packed, thankfully, but it was still pretty full given, like, we were in a pandemic. (laughs) So, yeah, I think, like, there is an audience that are going to go and see this film. Um, But I think Anaplex knows that there's going to be a very large audience for Mugen Train and they're waiting for the right time. Um, Which, it is what it is. And honestly, I think from the perspective in Japan, so many people have seen Mugen Train at this point, that is not much of an issue to go back to a TV anime because it's a household name now. (laughs) Like, people admire Tanjiro as much as their own mothers. Oh my gosh. That that one threw me for a loop, man. Yeah, so like, even if they don't broadcast Mugen Train on Japanese, like, networks before season two airs, like, they're not going to have an issue there. And honestly, I think, like, even in, like, the U.S. fandom, 
there will probably be people that are kind of confused if they haven't seen Mugen Train. But honestly, in the long run, I don't think it'll be that big of an issue. Like, people will cope with it and watch it one way or another. When it comes to the Entertainment District, I mean, basically you're going to get a big spoiler of, oh, hey, bad things happened, and then it's just going to kind of move on. Other than that, the big bad thing, it doesn't really impact it much. Yeah, like, the big bad thing from uh, Mugen Train doesn't really have an effect until, like, the final arc, in a way. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, like, even then, I think people will be able to go into an entertainment district with not much problem. Though, just like, oh, there's our flamboyant boy, Uzui. We're gonna have a good time. Yeah. I still think it's a bad idea. Given where I know the movie ends, because I've, I've, I've basically heard, they're, they're gonna have to do some, some cleanup following that, so you're gonna find out about it no matter what they do, it's going to spoil the movie. That That's the main thing it's going to do. Like, they still have to adapt the aftermath of all those events. So what I'm thinking might happen, actually, you now I think about it, is, like, maybe they'll do, like, Tanjiro reminiscing about it for an episode. Like, maybe episode one of season two will be kind of, like, a pseudo-recap of sorts of the movie. Or, like, Tanjiro's, like, dwelling on it, maybe being a little, but, like, Shooken up still. Uh, so it'll be like MHA where it catches the viewer up because it's been like three years after it you aired. No, I, I could actually see that. I could see them doing that. Yeah, and honestly, I think Allison, the MHA comparison is literally what I'm thinking about. So I think they might literally do that. I mean, not a lot of people can afford that $20 for ticket prices or however the fuck expensive it is in yen. It's probably cheaper out there, isn't it? I mean, I've never paid twenty dollars for tickets. Usually, more like ten or eight. I think the only time I've spent twenty dollars for a movie ticket is like when I was in Los Angeles. Oh yeah, if you're in like a certain market, it's gonna be hell of expensive. But yeah. No, I, it, I have not usually spent that much per ticket. It's it's uh, honestly the the big expensive ones are the anime events, and those are like ten, twelve bucks. Yeah, I think most of spent for an anime thing is like probably like 15. It's not much. I mean, it's still kind of a lot if you just want to go see one movie once, you know? Well, I mean, you're you're, pay- you're not just paying for the viewing. You're paying for, you know, being in a theater. It's a big experience. Yeah, but, and- like, I, just, yeah, but I, I don't really give a shit about that. I just want to see the movie. And unfortunately, these movies, they don't want to go on Netflix or anything. And I can't find a good copy of it until Blu-rays around Japan. Yeah, and I think that that's kind of the real shame. Like, Movies like this are very much catering to a very specific audience, like in the US fandom. And if like you're just casual Demon Slayer fan, you might not wanna shill out for a movie. Like Oh yeah. No, if you're if you're just kinda casual, I, I probably would like I, I've only really gone to he- the Hero Academia and the Dragon Ball and the One Piece movies. Those are what I've gone to the theaters for. All of which are stellar experiences, Hell especially yeah. Broly. Oh god! god. I, okay, I, I'm not gonna lie. I saw that like three times in theaters. Yo, same. <laughs> I saw like probably four. I think I p- took poor J Mac with me twice, and just like you will see this. Look <laughs> at these rich boys who can afford going to the theaters. The privilege of going to a theater, the highest honor. I mean, basically, it's not so much about you know being super rich; it's more about uh, that month that uh, that was my entertainment. That month, I didn't go do much else. <laughs>
Yeah, it's one of those things where you pick and choose. But like, I think like having a recap episode a la MHA is probably the best compromise I can think of for them to make this work for season two. Yeah, I think it would help because it would like not isolate like half the world. Yeah. And then like they can still be like, hey, go see the movie, guys. The best selling film of all time in Japan. No big deal. Yeah, nothing big. It's just okay. Go 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 on that train. The train is totally safe, guys. Choo choo. It's so safe that you've got uh, sirens for it. Yeah, they they're coming for me. They they, they know. They, they know that 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 uh nothing bad ever happens on trains. Oh god. Uh, I had started to. it again. I had to do it. I had I had an excuse, so I had to do it. I'm gonna kill you. I know. I mean, okay, let's be real. You were gonna kill me already, so Yeah. That's true. But I think there's a good sign uh, for us to wrap up here. So I, I'm very excited for Demon Slayer to be coming back this year. It'll give us more content for the podcast, more fun times with Demon Slayer, and the pinnacle of fabulous Uzui. You can never have too much of him. Nope. Can't disagree with that. I need something to fill the void when IQ's not here for another three years. Yes. And uh, we still have quite a bit of Demon Slayer to get through anime-wise, so... I have a feeling Demon Slayer is not going to be disappearing from the anime fandom for a little while. Oh yeah, there's still plenty to adapt. I'm still waiting for UFO Table to have an update on that Token Renbu thing. It's been like five years or something. Yeah, jeez, whatever happened to that movie? Because <laughs> they announced that it just never came out, I think? Yes. Like now Hanamaru is getting a movie and that's like the slice of life one. Yeah, when I saw that uh, the other day, I was like, wait, is that the same movie that was announced before? Is that a completely different movie? No, that's the more happy one. That's the happy comedy show. Yeah, so it's like, uh, clearly, Yufa Tables ridden themselves with that token Rambu to embrace Demon Slayer. You can only have one set of sword boys. And I guess so. It's depressing. But yes, we don't have to wait long for more Demon Slayer. But until then, Allison, where can people find you on the interwebs? Uh, at me on 900 on twitter.com and also on the Five Dumb Weeps cast and also occasionally on the MHA podcast. Awesome, yes. I've been listening to your MHA podcast episodes and it's been really... uh cool seeing you on another podcast that isn't affiliated with me because like you are always very enthusiastic about mha you can always never have too many awesome mha fans out there yes and uh, i continue to be thirsty over shirtless boys i mean let's face it who isn't especially in the mha fan the mha boys look pretty good i can't argue with that but laser i'm assuming you're not thirsting over people but where can people find you uh, well, people can find me on Twitter at LaserKid Prime. You can also find me on the Dumbwebs podcast, and you can sometimes find me on the Tsunami Faithful podcast. And my Tsunami Faithful, uh, Tsunami focused articles are over on Tsunami Faithful. Mm, awesome! Definitely follow both Allison and LaserKid on all their different places. But if you're interested in what I'm up to, you can find me on Twitter at VLORGTZ. Then I write various reviews of manga and light novels over on all-comic.com and then 
an assortment of articles and editorials for TanamiFaithful.com. Beyond that, I also do a number of podcasts. Like Allison and LaserKid mentioned, we are all on the Dumb Weebs podcast, which is on Twitter, at DumbWeebsPod. Then we also have the Oversoul Shaman King podcast that I do with Marion and Sakaki on Twitter, at Shaman King Pod. And then I'm also occasionally on the Manga Mavericks podcast and Manga Mavericks at Movies on Twitter at Manga Mavericks. And then I also pop up very often on the Toonami Faithful podcast, which is on Twitter at Toonami Podcast. But as far as the Demon Slayer podcast is concerned, you can find us on Twitter at DSlayer Podcast, on Facebook at facebook.com slash Demon Slayer Podcast, and on the Tanami Faithful website itself at TanamiFaithful.com slash Demon Slayer Podcast. And we're on basically every podcast platform out there at this point. Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, you name it, we're there. So just go look us up, subscribe, listen, and enjoy. But that does it for this episode, so we will see you guys later. Later.